Today is Thursday, April 25th, 2013, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, tonight a friend of Medjugorje will be sharing with us insight into the message that Our Lady gave to us earlier today. Today is April 25th. We are already four months into the year 2013, almost finished with the fourth month of the year, a third of the way through the year already. And this is the fourth monthly message that we've received from Our Lady, these valuable words that she gives to us from heaven. And so tonight, as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May we come before you that you might deliver us in our hearts to your Son, Jesus that you might put him in our hearts in a special way tonight. And through these words that we speak into the last man who draws his last breath at the world's end, that we may be the witnesses transmitting through the decades into the centuries even of what we did when we walked with you when you walked the earth. Amen. And so it is, another day of history and eternity. Can eternity have history? If we're always in the present? I don't think we'll forget our memories here upon the earth. If God's going to show us our life, as our lady said last month, I can't remember if it's the second, or I think it was the second, are you ready to tell God about your life? That we're just going to be, or have Alzheimer's once we get into heaven? We won't know what we did upon the earth. No, everything will be remembered. Father Scanlon, who took over Steubenville at the time when it was a reckless college, degraded college, talked of the time when he was flying once and it went into a tailspin and he knew he was the end of his life. Miraculously, they pulled out of it. I can't remember exactly, but the plane's engine came back and powered but he spoke of what, if he died, would be doing in heaven. He would be doing in heaven. He says, we're going to be telling war stories, all the battles, all the difficulties, all the crosses, how we won, how we loved. And so it is. This is a real thing when Our Lady says, be ready to tell God about your life. How did you spend it? Was your Sunday mornings religiously kept in riding bicycles? like so many people do, or doing some other kind of sport, or just sleeping in. But not so much Sunday. What did you live? How did you live? Was you always seeking the comfort? It's easy always to be in the brace of someone's arms, be your mother, be your spouse, be your children. But Jesus didn't go to comfort. He didn't always seek that which he could have. Not even from his mother. Can you imagine him walking away from her and starting his ministry? What that must have felt like when he longed for his mother. And now he sends her because we need mother. And she spoke to you today in her message to the world. 
Our Lady, April 25th, 2013th Monthly Message to the World. Dear children, pray, pray, keep praying until your heart opens in faith as a flower opens to the warm rays of the sun. This is a time of grace which God gives you through my presence, but you are far from my heart. Therefore, I call you to personal conversion and to family prayer. May sacred scripture always be an incentive for you. I bless you all with my motherly blessing. Thank you for having responded to my call. There she goes again. So many people want everything to be relative to what it is we live today. And here comes this woman, all ancient in what she talks about. No mention computers, our technology, our wonderful way of life that we think is so grand and great. And she says, look at agriculture. Look at the soil. Look at the sun. Look at nature. I once heard a bishop, and he always did his confirmations, relaying things that would pertain to teenagers. He tried to reach them through their ways, through what they listen to in the music. A lady doesn't do such a thing. She doesn't even come to a modern time, even dressing a little bit different. Don't say she doesn't change in her apparitions to be accepted by the people, because in Guadalupe, she appeared as a queen. Dressed as a Mexican queen. And some of the dress, it meant something. She adopted to that. But yes, she didn't adopt in her dress to our modern time. You think maybe in Fatima when she said there would be fashions that would be greatly offensive to God? That that's ancient. And now from 17, 19, 17 rather to now, that everything has changed and we've got to change with the times and the bishops and the priests and the church and the people and the lay people and everybody, everybody wants to do anything has to relay to the times. Our lady says, this is a time of grace, grace which God gives you through my presence. My presence comes showing you how to dress. Oh, you say, whoa, that's going too far. I'm not going to go back there. Well, I think women look pretty good in a long dress. Maybe you don't have to dress like Our Lady, but dress dignified. Through my presence, this time is a grace, she says. But you're far from my heart. You can't see that. You can't see that Our Lady's veil goes below her waist. And right at the waistline, when Yvonne describes her, you see her hair right at her waistline. Why is God showing that? What does that say to you? If you read sacred scriptures, you'll see what Our Lady says, or rather what God says about it. He talks about a woman adorned by her hair. May sacred scriptures always be an incentive for you. An incentive for what? Well, look at the picture Yvonne described her lady. Why is that little lock of two inches of her hair draped down all the way across her back and to her side? What does that mean to you? I'm not going to interpret it. You pray about it. You think about it. Maybe when you're 80 years old, you don't need that. But you can be ugly walking down the streets. I mean ugly. And have hair long. And everybody's wondering, well, but she's pretty. If your hair's pretty, why cut all that off? I'm not saying you're in sin shorten your hair, but there's something to this. It's she who says, may sacred scriptures always be an incentive for you. Go read the New Testament. What St. Paul says about that? Everything our lady does, everything she says, every action, every moment of silence, the way she comes, how long the apparitions are. Today was an 11-minute apparition. I know some of the behind the scenes, maybe why that is. But not everything can be said. 
because people are not ready for it. They don't understand it. And I wants to tell us still more things. She said once, I still want to give you more messages, but you haven't lived the ones I've already given. To receive more messages, live the ones I give. I'm paraphrasing that, but that's what I said. And so it is. She doesn't come pertaining to her age of technology and adapting to that. She's still ancient. She's still old. Many would describe as an old fogey. Pray, pray, keep praying until your hearts open in faith as a flower opens to the warm rays of the sun. The earth, nature, dirt. There's a message there. When I read this message, it made me think of the time of the 10th anniversary when she says, There are many who do not want to understand my messages. And that was some of the people in charge of Medjugorje. Because they don't want to. That's 1991. There are many who still do not want to understand my messages. Go look up the message. Or look it up and I'll read the message. And she goes on and says, Look for sacred scriptures to find the true reason for my coming. And so when I read, May sacred scriptures always be an incentive for you, that's what I thought of. I thought of Our Lady on that 10th anniversary. Because I'd seen things of why she's coming that others were rejecting the message for. And I was in conflict to their, th- their ideas of Medjugorje and what they believed in Medjugorje and what they thought Medjugorje should be. And so when I read that message, I thought, wow, this is profound. It's the 10th anniversary. She says on June 25th, 1991, Dear children, today on this great day, which you have given to me, recognizing the 10th anniversary, I desire, I desire to bless all of you and say, these days while I am with you are days of grace. Wow. Today she says, this is a time of grace, which God gives you through my present. I desire to teach, I'm going back to the 1991 message, I desire to teach you and to help you walk on the path of holiness. There are many who do not desire to understand my messages and to accept with seriousness what I'm saying. She didn't say, do not understand. They don't have the desire to understand it. And I was in conflict at that point with those people. Not because I was in conflict with them. They were saying the things different from what I believed in the message. I believed Our Lady when she said something. I did what she said to do. I didn't have any trouble with it. And it wasn't just a few. And it's not the absence of those who were running Medjugorje at the time, even to this day. There are many people who do not desire to understand my messages and to accept with seriousness what I am saying. Wow, pretty serious thing. After 10 years of appearing every day, the village, right there in the village. Really? Yeah, I'm saying that really. Our lady goes on and says, but you... I therefore call and ask that you, by your lives and your daily living, you witness my presence. Wow. This is more connected than I ever thought. I hadn't read this message today. I thought about it. Now I see it's the Holy Spirit. Because our lady says in the message today, God gives you through my presence. Our lady says in that message 1991, live in your witness and witness my presence. You think she's got something to say when she says sacred scriptures? Because today she said, May sacred scriptures always be an incentive for you. And then she goes on and says in 1991, If you pray, God will help you discover the true reason for my coming. I thought, sitting on the side of the church, to the left, back corner, like Kennedy was in shot, was shot, and so I said, You knew where I was. I knew where I was. I know what I was doing. I remember the sun. I remember what the weather was. Because when I read, sitting there on the ledge of the steps outside where the old apparition room used to be, God will help you discover the true reason for my coming. I thought, wow, we still don't know it. Then she went on to say in 1991, Therefore, little children, pray 
and read the sacred scriptures so, so that through my coming, you discover the message in sacred scripture for you. Wow. Today, may sacred scripture be an incentive for you. You think there's something to all this? It certainly is. It's something beautiful for us. What does all you have for us? She tells us today that she wants us to walk in the sun. She wants us in the warm rays of the sun because it speaks to us. When we've got a 5 to 6 a.m. prayer, the sun now is coming up. It's still dark when we start. By the time we leave, it's getting daylight. We'll see sunrises is beautiful. And he says, with every morning sunrise, she relays that God speaks to us. Our Lady is here to walk us through this time. Even when everything comes undone, she's going to be with us right to the end. She'll always be right there for you. No matter what you've done, that's what we need to understand. She wants us to walk with her. In faith, as a flower opens to the warm rays of the sun, that we too may be the same. Try to go so high in the sky That you never come down You can follow every dream But when it seems everything you believe Never works out Remember I'm right here for you When everything comes Till I see you again When you feel like no one cares And you're scared I'll be there This I swear Right to the end I'll always be Right here for you No matter what you've done You belong to me Do you feel your life sinking? Life is about to radically change. 
Man is always given signs before divine intervention. The woman of Revelation 12, the great sign warning the world, find salvation now. The mother of Christ, the great sign, appears daily to Medjugorje visionary Maria with a message. Without Jesus, you have no future. Come to Five Apparitions of Mary, July 1st through 5th at Caritas, Alabama. A 4th of July giving yourself, your family, and nation in consecration to the Virgin Mary, to Jesus, to heal the heart. Call 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000. See medj.com, that's M-E-J dot com, medj.com. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. People have often asked a friend of Medjugorje how he hears from God. He, of course, answers it's through prayer, through reading Our Lady's messages, through Scripture, through nature, those kinds of ways, not lightning bolts and that kind of thing. But on very rare occasions, he's actually had more of an intimate experience with God. And yesterday was a friend of Medjugorje's birthday. He's turned 60 years old and... We were all greatly amazed to discover that God had left a message on his voicemail. I know you're listening tonight wondering how could that be. And not only that, but this morning we actually discovered that Our Lady had left a message also on his voicemail. You're going to be in trouble for this. (laughs) Now before we let you listen to this message of Our Lady... We wanted to um, share a recent story from the community. Our Lady actually left the voicemail. She actually left a voicemail. This is going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, y'all are going to be in big trouble. (laughs) So, um, let me just backtrack. Last week was our our new communities conference, and two days before the conference, uh, a few of our uh, youth had a school project that they had to do uh, for public speaking, and uh, our founder and a few of us were invited to to uh, see their presentation. They did a presentation on um, a way of life pork, why you should purchase a way of life pork. So they were doing a, a selling kind of uh, presentation. And it was so good, and we were so impressed by them, that a friend of Medjugorje decided that they should do this in front of the whole conference of people, 400 people or so. And they had only one day notice for this. And so uh, the daughter of a friend of Medjugorje, her opening line of the conference presentation said that you always have to know that when you're doing anything behind the scenes at Caritas, never be surprised if it comes out in front of everyone else. And so um, with that said, just a little background, um, a friend of Medjugorje always brings his family to Medjugorje over the anniversary. This is something he's done every single year. Um, to help Maria with um, all of what she has to uh, handle with the crowds and keeping her house up and everything, as well as our own work in running the mission house. And um, with that, there's always a little bit of lobbying going on behind the scenes as far as trying to get uh, from his children uh, different other members of the community to come along to help with the work of the mission house. And um, apparently the lobbying went past a friend of Medjugorje and went straight to Our Lady. And Our Lady took upon herself to, to speak to our founder about this. And this is what the, the message on his birthday was about. Dear children, I am calling you to remind you about my son's message. <laughs> last night that was God (laughs) dear children I am calling you closer to my son and to his salvation but through this I need you to convert many people that is why I am calling you to bring Sarah to Medjugorje so that she can go through a transforming conversion. 
Because without her there in Medjugorje, your daughter will be very upset. <laughs> My little, little children, be like the flocks in the field and bring as many hearts close to me. I am calling you one by one. And some people may not be able to get there on their own. That is why you, dear children, have to bring them there. <laughs> that is why my son told you yesterday to tell Jenny <laughs> to book her ticket. Thank you for having responded to my call because I know that you love me so much and you do everything that your mother tells you. That is why I'm calling you today to remind you one more time because I know you are 60 in one day now and that you have already forgotten many things <laughs> that you have been told as of your birthday yesterday. That is why I'm here to remind you. Thank you for having responded to my call. Well, you're gonna, not gonna have a hard time with it. You know, I, I, actually, our life is filled with a lot of things that we do behind the scenes and, and joys. And some people might think this is off, off, maybe a little bit off. But we, our whole life is Our Lady. Our whole life is Jesus. And it's just a natural blend. It's, our life is seamless as it's written in our room. We look at heaven as something that's real near to us. We see Maria, even in apparition, some of the joys that she has, even with her children. And of course, my daughter's 16. I've got seven kids, six boys, one girl. She was the last. She plays that like a fiddle. But the thing is, is we have so much of our life that, that we really want to spend our life together. I don't know if you want to make a comment on that. I'm just trying to Can't get over the fact that Our Lady actually called. It, not only did she call, but she knows people's names, too. This just well, you blows should, me away. Her message yesterday shared that. Yeah, don't play that. Right. I remember years ago um, a fax you received, and it was just a message handwritten out. And the message was uh, something to the effect that, um, Dear children, you, all you think about is work, work, work. You work too much, dear children. It's time for vacation. It's time that you take your family on vacation. And the, it was so perfect the way it sounded that you really wondered if this was really a message of Our Lady. But it wasn't. It was a message from his wife. <laughs> Sometimes you have to sound like Our Lady in order to uh, get past a friend of Medjugorje. Nevertheless, our, our world is really messed up. And we see that everything is coming undone. There's such a hunger to spend your life with loved ones. And that includes a supporting community. With people who are believers of shared values of a way of life. Our Lady has shown us so many things like this. And, and we, have a lot of behind, we have really a lot of joys behind the scenes. We carry the cross. We're always underneath the way of the cross. We're, we're cross bearers. We're willing to do that. There's a lot of joy in the community right now simply because we just came off of carrying some heavy, heavy crosses, getting ready to the conference when we wasn't ready to even host it because we had so much going on with the retooling. Yet Our Lady tells us it's open to the rays of the sun. Our Lady says, read sacred scriptures. She says, I call you to personal conversion and to family prayer. And family prayer leads you to community prayer. Our Lady says one of the most strongest prayer is, is community prayer. And so we're, we're, families to become community and to, to be raised and grow up in shared values and shared ideas of, of the way of life is really a gift. Just like Ali says, this is a time of grace which God gives you through my presence. And yes, she's reminded, reminded us, through my presence, but you are far from my heart. Therefore, I call you to personal conversion and to family prayer. Our Lady says, invite, but one thing she does say, when she says must, you must read the scriptures, she says, the Bible, and, you, and the family must pray together. It's not an option. If you look at everything else in our messages, I invite, I invite, and invite. 
Family prayer, you must. Sacred scriptures, you must. It's an incredible thing. But we're watching the world as we know it end right now. And when you die, we had Andrew die last year. She died amongst all of us with her husband, her children right there on the bed with her. The community surrounding her. And we, we, it's the way to live. The article was wrote last year when it happened, April 1st, uh, How to Die. Go back and read it. You'll be moved by it. And this doesn't come up from something you think up and dream up and act out. It's lived. A way of life of a lady is a living thing that you do every day. And sometimes it comes out in the joys of what this little voicemail was that y'all just played. And it's the kiss that our lady gives us sometimes. But where do you die? You don't die at the altar. Very few people do. And when people know they're going to die, what do they do? They want to be around loved ones in a supporting group. They want to be surrounded by that. You pray for a happy, holy death. That's a big thing here for our community. We pray for that for people who donated to the retooling. For a happy, holy death. And you should be praying that every day of your life. But think about when the world's going to end. And this society, this culture as we know it, is going to end. Many will live through that. And we're seeing right now a rising up of new communities. That's what our conference was just about. And so do you want to watch the world end by yourself? Or look at the good old days? Like Lot's wife who kept looking back and telling Jabella Salt? Or you want to spend it with those who you grow up with, you're born with, you live with, and you die with? No better way. This is the only way. It's not a bad dream. I had a bad dream last night The whole world was ending Right before my eyes There were fires and there were floods And everyone was running out of time It made me wonder what I'd do If we really came to the end I don't think I'd spend my last hours at an altar Or somewhere making toast to good old days The more I think about it All I'd really want to do Is watch the world end I'd lay down in a field by your side And watch every star falling out of the sky And I wouldn't be afraid As long as your hand was in mine I don't think I'd spend my last hours at an altar Somewhere making toast to good old days The more I think about it All I really want to do Is watch the world end with I'd spend my last hours at an altar Or somewhere making toast to good old days The more I think about it All I really want to do 
with you Your daughter Bridget seems to be part of the theme of tonight's show. I just wanted to um, share a story. I know we've told this story before on Radio Wave of when she was um, two or three years old, maybe, and uh, you had her sitting on your lap uh, while you were working a very large piece of equipment, uh, clearing a piece of property, and it was just dirt and destruction all around, trees down. Um, clearing this land and um, in the the middle of all of this activity and dirt flying here and there she yells at you to stop and she starts grabbing your arm that's that's uh, holding the controls and and you're fighting with her saying you know Bridget stop stop and she's telling you to stop stop and she's in real earnest so finally you do and she points out this small flower that she sees out in the midst of all of this destruction that you're about to destroy. And she wants to get out of the track hole and, and go pluck up this flower. And you um, were amused by this because after raising seven boys, they would never six have... Six boys. Six boys. They would have never even noticed this flower. And uh, it for you, um, those kind of things were a joy for you because you never had a daughter, and and you see the differences between the boys and the girls. But this is such like Our Lady. I mean, she's looking out of the world. She's seen so much destruction and just horror, and she can look at us and call us a flower in the midst of all that. But with your background as a Partly what you did was landscaper. You worked with, um, you know, the dirt all your life, and um, flowers was a part of that. Um, what do you see in the characteristics of a flower that Our Lady continuously speaks about um, through her years of messages that would we can see ourselves in that same way? Well, there's a lot of lessons uh, we did a lot of landscape architecture at the landscape architects working for me at one point. So we were always into the, the high end of, of excavation and landscape. And I remember going to a house one time to a woman who was just kind of gazing at me in a off in a distance way. And as I was talking to her and walking around her yard and showing this on her, she had a big estate. And she says, you know, you... You really have a, a beautiful life. I thought, where is she going with this? She said, my son's a policeman. You see beauty in life. He sees degradation. He sees basically the mud all the time. And I never thought about that, that even your occupations can be something that affects you in the way you live and the way you think and what you see. And that's what he says. Go look at the flowers. Don't be looking at the mud. And that's what Bridget, actually, she didn't say stop. She was motionless. She just stopped. She couldn't even speak. She wasn't, she wasn't about two years of age. And one, what is my lesson out of that? Girls are controlling. My boys <laughs> never touch those controls in that big trico. It's a 75,000-pound machine. reaches out 40 feet. But there was nothing in there but mud. And I'm talking about a quarter-inch flower, a little bitty yellow flower. I still remember it to this day. I thought she was trying to stop me. She kept kicking her foot over to stop me from moving the arms, both levers, left and right. 
and then pointing, and then I saw what she saw. But that's what all he's trying to get us to do today. Keep praying until your heart's open in faith as a flower opens to the warm rays of the sun. We don't see what she sees for us. She's got something laid out for her, something beautiful. And being a man and with my boys, we were seeing the business side of things. And we see the end results, and it's beautiful. I remember Paul Harvey talking about years and years ago, he was in a gym with another guy, and he was watching the guys running around the track inside the gym. He says, you know, men are just ugly. Then he went on to say, you know, women make the world go around. You have to be putting your flower beds up. You have to be landscaping. You have to be, you know, so this all works this way. But when you work in the way of Our Lady, by Her grace, Her design, everything turns into grace. And that's why she's come. Don't think Our Lady don't have finesse. Don't think she like, doesn't like things to be beautiful. Don't, don't mix that with materialism. It's not that she wants, but what she does is classy. Our Lady has a lot of class. So much that God sends her today. You might not think of Our Lady that way. But if you think of these rough, shoddy men playing dice at the foot of the cross because they wanted that robe which was seamless, that takes a lot of class. This woman has that. And what she did, she did to perfection in everything, be it sewing or taking care of the Savior and raising Him. And so she calls you the same thing. Our Lady said on November 2nd, 2006, Dear children, my coming to you, or rather, dear children, my coming to you, my children, is God's love. God is sending, sending me to warn you and to show you the right way. Do not shut your eyes before the truth, my children. Your time is a short time. Do not permit delusions to begin to rule over you. The way in which I desire to lead you is the way of peace and love. This is the way which leads, of my, leads to my Son, your God. Give me your hearts that I may put my Son in them and make my apostles of you. Apostles of peace and love. Do you want to experience that? Do you want to have peace and love? Our Lady has told us the greatest peace, or rather the greatest treasure, is peace. Peace is a treasure. It doesn't come. It's a gift from God. You can't make it. You can't create it. Because peace is God, and God is truth. Truth needs no defense. Never say, I'm defending the truth, because you can't. God doesn't need to be defended. What you can say is, I'm protecting truth. And if you're protecting pr truth, God is peace, you're protecting peace. If you earn it through your sacrifices and you fast and you get it, you have to protect it. Peace doesn't happen. It's not natural. It's a gift from God. And a woman can create peace from that grace. A man can preserve it. He can't create peace. I've said it before. When a woman gets up and she don't want no peace, forget it, man. There ain't nothing you're going to do to make peace. But if she wakes up and she's bringing peace to the household, to the family, to the community then you can protect it. This is the way it works. And that's why she says, pray in the family. You must pray. Discover these things in sacred scripture. Ages past, God destroyed the sinful world in the waters of the flood. He chose Noah alone and his family to be saved upon the ark. Today, mankind is sinking in a whirlpool of sin, and it does not even know in what sin it is sinking. Who will save us from this whirlpool? Where is our ark to be found? Who is our navigator upon the stormy waves? 
The ark today is not of wood made by man, but rather in the opening of a motherly mantle, the star of the sea, Mary of Nazareth, mother of Jesus, the queen of peace, God's ark for us today, leading us to security, to peace, to a future. Will you allow yourself to be saved upon this ark? A new ark, a booklet by a friend of Medjugorje, available on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. A new ark by a friend of Medjugorje, Available through Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Just looking at Our Lady's message today, there is a sentence that does stick out of the message. And it's the sentence where Our Lady says, May sacred scripture always be an incentive for you. It's almost as if it's just kind of thrown in there. And it's almost as if the message is in the tone of, number one, she says we're far from her heart. She calls us to conversion and to family prayer. And it's almost as if she's saying that if you would be reading sacred scripture, you would understand why I'm telling you to convert. Um and I don't know. I don't know if there's more to it than that. But that's. It just seems like that sentence made sacred scripture always be an incentive for you. Kind of sticks out apart from the context of the rest of the message. So what's the question? Well, the question is: is there? Is there? I mean, really, what is? There's got to be something more to this, of why that sentence is just kind of thrown in there, um, and and not really even in context of the rest of the message. Well, earlier when I brought up the May uh, the June 25th, 1991 message, the parallels are striking. You know, th- these are days of grace, she said in that message. Today, she says, time of grace. A lady spoke in that message about her presence. In this message today, our lady says, through my presence. In that 1991 message, if you pray, God will help you discover the true reason for my coming. Where the daily living, you witness my presence, that you witness my presence. And so for the true reason are coming, where, how do you find that? She says, discover it. How? Therefore. Therefore what? That therefore is a result of saying, God will help you discover the true reason for my coming. Therefore, what do we do to find that reason or coming? She says, pray and read the sacred scriptures. Through my coming, you discover the message in sacred scripture for you. This is woman Revelations chapter 12. This is the last part of the Bible. Clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God. Medicine for all the nations. Once each month, 12 times a year. This is June 25th. A monthly message given 12 times a year. This is Bible. This is not just some kind of thing that is a crescendo. Guadalupe, Lourdes, France, other apparitions. And now Medjugorje will go, go to something else. No, these are the last apparitions on earth. This is it, people. This is what we've been waiting for for 2,000 years. The woman of revelations, this is her time, she says. This is my time. She's come to help us know her son in ways that we didn't know before. She just recently told us, you don't know God. You imagine him as you imagine, not who he really is. Therefore, little children, pray and read sacred scriptures so that through my coming you discover the message in sacred scripture for you. She doubled that. And then today she says it. May sacred scripture always be an incentive for you. I can't read sacred scriptures without acting on it, without becoming better. Sometimes the temptation is not to read the Bible. I'll read this or do that. I say, no, I need to read this today. I don't think I'll ever read the Bible without being changed by it in some way or influenced by it. It has that kind of effect if you open yourself to prayer. It's interesting, I lady started off today. Pray, pray, keep praying until your heart opens. And in 1991, she says, 
If you pray, you'll discover. So if you pray, before you read secular scriptures, your heart's going to be open. You'll flower. The sun, Jesus, S-O-N, will be the rays, just as we see in nature from the S-U-N sun. Our lady wants to feed us. What is she calling us to do? The message I read a little while ago of November 2nd, 2006. Give me your hearts that I may put my son in them and make my apostles of you. This is not a joke. This is not some kind of little trident award. If you do this, you'll be my apostles and you can wear this around call that. She says and goes on in this 2006 message, apostles of peace and love. Serious thing. If we think of peace and love, oh, we want to be in the arms embrace me? You want to be comforted? Did you know Jesus, how much he must along on Calvary, Via Della Rosa, just to be held by his mother? And he forestalled that, and how much her arms wanted to embrace him? She got to do it. She got to do it after he was taken down from the cross. And what did she do? She still loved amidst those people who hated her. Are you willing to say, I love when people hate me? Are you willing to be silent when people say, hush? Are you going to say, you can't make me? I will profess Jesus Christ, just like Peter and John, I think it was, who was after being tried, went out and said, not to mention Christ anymore, not to preach, they let him go, and they went out and started doing it right there, right in front of them again, after being lashed. I won't hush. You can't make me. Are you willing to say that? When darkness comes your way, is it going to break you? Are you going to say, no, it's not going to break me? People will try to change you. They want to, and they can try. But you can't change me because I've been reading the messages too long. They're in my life. They're in the community's life. And that's what we want to transmit to you. Are you going to run when bullets chase you? We're coming in that kind of time. What will become of us? Will you go anywhere with Our Lady, even unto death? Our Lady tells us not to let our hearts be troubled. Why? Because there's things to trouble our heart today. Jesus didn't go into the arms of Our Lady that He knew would embrace Him. And neither should we be seeking that comfort except in prayer to Jesus and to our mother. Hate me 
And so we have Our Lady saying, I want your hearts that I may put my son in them. That's a profound thing. Do you think she's saying that symbolically? Do you think she's saying that in jest? Or do you think she means it? And he says, when God sins, when God comes to the earth, it's not a joke. Our Lady means this, literally. She wants you to give your heart. She wants to form it. She puts Jesus in it. And make of you apostles. An incredible thing. A pioneer. We are pioneers of this new time. Why is it a new time? Because she says, I bring you to a new time in which you will get to know God more. Apostles of you, apostles of peace and love. You want to be a pioneer? Can you love when people hate? We live through that. I've lived that since I got in the Medjugorje world. But I don't think about opinions of what people may have. Pro or con? I follow the message. That's what I want in my life. I fail them. I'm a sinner like everybody else. But it's an incredible thing to be pioneers. Because we got something happening that's scriptural. We got something happening that's biblical. If not now, when? The woman of Revelations. The woman with 12 stars about her head is Maria Seller today. The woman who Ivan sees on the mountain, leaving in the light of the sun. Woman of Revelation chapter 12, cold with the sun. That's Bible. My Bible says that. Does yours? Have you discovered that? Have you discovered the issuing of the throne 12 times a year? The medicine for the nations at the end of your Bible? That's my Bible that says that. How come you haven't seen it? Have you not taken it that serious? Do you not take it for seriousness? There are many who do not want to take my message with seriousness and accept them. Are you one of them? Are you hitting 50%, 60%? 100% is not enough. You have to be 125% on these messages because it is the future. And she's seeking pioneers. They got to clear the soil. They got to clear the ground. They got to plant. They got to sow and weep. The harvest of souls. And who's instrumental in this? Mother. Jesus' mother. And mothers are to be reflected. Reflected in a special way of the Heavenly Mother. A woman's a woman is, is the mother of the house. She makes it safer. Especially when he follows a lady. If the world had mothers in the home, like our Heavenly Mother, everything would change. It's through the woman that God is bringing change to the world. It's through the mother that would birth it. It's through the man that would provide her and protect it. She's all going to start with a woman. And women are brave. Often they're braver than men. Years ago, we would play in our pioneer in the clearing the woods here. We'd find snakes. I remember picking up a, a rattlesnake, big, thick one. He was so long that I had to hold him above my shoulders because his tail would drop, touch the ground. Well, I started chasing all the kids with it. I mean, I was running wide open. They were running like scared little devils. It was funny. And I was just toying with them. After I did that, I let it go, put it down. But we see those kinds of things. You see the devils. I don't mean the kids, I mean the snakes. You see those in that kind of life. One day we walked out to the field and there was a black racer out there. Black racers are real long, they're a little bit slim, but this one's as big as your wrist. He was probably five foot long. When you're on the playgrounds and you have that little foot thing you put on one foot and you swing it around like a rope and then you jump up on one leg while that leg holding the loop is on the ground and then you skip over the rope. This black racer, I was toying with it, playing with the kids again. This thing latched onto my, to the cuff of my blue jeans, the hem of it. He wasn't going to let go. Black racers are mean. They're not poisonous, but they'll bite you. And that thing wouldn't let go. So I started skipping to sling it off. And I'd have to jump up my other leg after it went over to jump over the snake while I was holding on my other right leg. My left leg would circle around. And this thing was going around like a lasso over and over and over. He wasn't wrapping around my leg. I was just swinging and jumping and swinging. You know who was the bravest of all? 
out of the whole community, the person who went up there who hates snakes, who gets mad when I do these kinds of stupid things, was my wife. She's the only one that ran up there to try to get that snake off me, off my leg. And he would have killed me. Do you remember it, Joan? And this thing, I'm moving, and this snake's swinging around, and she comes up, and she grabs that thing. I was shocked. She don't even know that. I was really impressed with her. A mother's that brave. She's the bravest, bravest of us all. A mother will do that. Even do things that she would never think she does when there is serious crisis. I like my wife. I like a mother like mine to my children. And we need to think about these things. Who are you and what do you want to be? There's no safer place I've found Than the shoulder of her white nightgown Oh, I've got the best and the worst of her in me And I'd share her if I could So the wars would all be over Cause she'd raise a son as friends And no one would ever wonder If somebody wanted them We'd walk on grass that's greener And our cares would all be freer If the world had a mother like mine She's our father's one the sky that holds the clouds she's the lady of our house we all need her no one more than me we wish you our lady we love you good night <laughs> 